Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. I've missed you, I've missed you, wherever you go, I go, I've missed you, I've missed you, in case you don't know, that is sung to a Christmas song, which shall remain unnamed, because I'm not sure how licensing works and I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, I've missed you, I think about you every day, that is not a lie, it's not a stretch of the truth. I've just been so busy that I never want to sit down and just like get it over with. Um, There's also now a man living in my house. So I don't have a lot of privacy or quiet. So he's outside right now. And I just got this email. And it is the thought of the day from 24 hours a day. And I really loved it. And I just skimmed over it briefly and wanted to share it with you. So I don't haven't read all of the words. So August 19th, AA thought for the day. People of faith have a logical idea of what life is all about. There is a wide variation in the way each one of us approaches and conceives of the power greater than ourself. Whether we agree with a particular approach or conception seems to make little difference. There are questions for each of us to settle for ourselves. But in each case, the belief in a higher power has accomplished the miraculous, the humanly impossible. There has come a revolutionary change in their way of living and thinking. Has there been a revolutionary change in me? Meditation for the day. Worship is consciousness of God's divine majesty. As you pause to worship, God will help you to raise your humanity to his divinity. The earth is a material temple to enclose God's divinity. God brings to those who worship him a divine power, a divine love, and a divine healing. You only have to open your mind to him and try to absorb some of his divine spirit. Pausing quietly in the spirit of worship, turn your inward thoughts upward and realize that his divine power may be yours that you can experience his love and healing. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may worship God by sensing the eternal spirit. I pray that I may experience a new power in my life. That is from the recovery book called 24 Hours a Day. It is published by Hazelton, Hazelden, and you can also download the app. It's called 24 Hours a Day. So, Several things for me came out of this. Um, I was in my first pastoral residency meeting today at my church where I am now officially an intern. And there are six of us. Each of us is dedicated to one stream of ministry there. It can be worship, arts, uh, children and community, preaching and teaching. That's me. And um, I can't remember the other one. Anyways, um. So in this meeting, I was talking about the freedom I am able to express in worship. Um, I have, am the Christian persuasion, and I go to, I wouldn't say it's a conservative church. It's a Christian Missionary Alliance church, but I am a very charismatic worshiper. I sit, stand, I'm in the front row, and when that music comes on, I'm hands up praising the Lord. Sometimes I kneel, sometimes I cry, I rock, scream my guts out in terms of, that's what I call singing. Um, 
And that freedom of spirit did not come easily to me. I only really started to get to know God and have a relationship with God once I hit recovery because it was a requirement, turns out. And so I was always very rigid in my body. Um, I was not comfortable to express myself physically other than the fact that my hands flail around when I'm uh, speaking. But you would never catch me. A, in church, but B, worshiping like that, because I just wasn't, I didn't feel uninhibited enough in a space of non-judgment enough over myself, really, to express myself that way. And one of the greatest joys I have now is worshiping in the way I do. But that worship only comes from a sense of awe and humility in understanding that I am not God. And the more I get closer to God, the more creaturely, which I used, I like that word so much, I feel that I am. Because worship can only come from a place of awe and humility. And so it's one of the greatest gifts of my life, but I had to move from the head energy, the intellectual, the rationalizing, the desire to understand and pick apart everything and categorize it, the black and white way of thinking into my heart, which is soul and spirit. Um, it's ruach in the Hebrew. It's it's soul, spirit, breath, um, Numa in the Greek, by the way, now you're hearing my biblical studies come out, which is spirit. It was only when I was able to drop from my human, my intellect into my heart where my spirit abides that I was able to have that sense of freedom. And once I did that, the Gaunt concept made a lot of sense to me in a supernatural way because that's not something we can ever figure out. And that's really the personality change that the book talks about that is sufficient to bring about our recovery, because the answer is God. The answer is surrender to God. It is a spiritual solution, meaning it's not of us. It's of spirit. And where does spirit come from? I believe it comes from God, or you would call it maybe your higher power. So it says at the end here, pausing quietly in the spirit of worship. Turn your inward thoughts upward and realize that his divine power may be yours and that you can experience his love and healing. I'm here today to tell you that that is true. It is for you. It is for me. This healing that we find when we ground ourselves in a higher power is available to you just as is it available to anybody else. And if you think you can't get it, I'm telling you you're wrong because a spiritual solution is for everyone. You don't, just like addiction doesn't discriminate, neither does God, neither does healing from your addiction. So if you're struggling in your recovery, it's always a God issue. It's an issue of not letting God do what God does and not trusting him to do that for you. And I know trust is hard, but sometimes you have to take the leap before you actually trust. Sometimes you have to take a step of faith before you feel it resonate in yourself. So pray. If you don't know how to pray, and I know that might seem like a silly question to some, but it's a really good question. How do you pray? Well, just talk to God like you talk to a friend. Say good morning in the morning. Good morning. Please help me today. Thank you. Amen. That's a beautiful, simple prayer. During the day, God, I'm lonely today. Can you be with me? God, I'm scared today. Can you give me your peace? God, I don't know how to deal with this. Can you give me some assurance? And then at the end of the day, good night, God. I love you. Thank you for today. Thank you that I have breath in my lungs. Thank you that I didn't do anything bad today. Thank you that 
I actually did do something bad today and you're not abandoning me. God won't abandon you. And it is my belief that God brings the awareness of AA to people that he wants to help. So if you do have an awareness of A-A-N-A-M-A-C-A-O-A-G-A, whatever, if you do have an awareness of a 12-step program, I believe it's not by accident. I believe the Holy Spirit, which is God's spirit on earth communicating with us, is telling you, check this out. It might help you. Miracles happen here. And you don't have to understand it. You don't even really have to believe it. Just do the work. Do the 12 steps. So please do the damn 12 steps, says God. And he also says, I love you and thank you. Oh, that was good. I need you guys. I can't wait until meetings come back in into person into our lives. There's actually a couple groups up here. Um, One that I usually go to that is opening up on September 1st, and I will be there. And another one opening up September 13th, and I will be there. I'm so excited for in person meetings. It's much more comfortable and convenient for me to do zoom meetings, but I need my community. We are actually community people, and I think our current culture of me first and only I matter um, and only things matter has robbed us of our identity, which is a community people, no matter what community you're in, whether it's a Christian community, Muslim community, whether it's a, a gay community, um, a single mom's community, a recovery community, we're supposed to be in community. So if you need a little nudge to go to an in-person meeting, why don't you do that tonight? And you know what? Don't even do it for yourself. Do it for the still suffering alcoholic. Do it for the person that walks in the room and looks at you and says, man, if they can do it, so can I. So go to your meeting. Stick your hand out to another fellow alcoholic, even if it's just to say hi. And know that I'm with you and that the collective spirit of all that has gone before you is with you too. I thank you for sticking with me and having patience. And if you need to reach me, you can always email Lisa or I to soberchicks at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, we do check our DMs. And that's at two sober chicks. Be well. <laughs>